So this is the first episode of The Christian Simone Show. I am super happy to finally come out of my shell and do something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, which is a podcast. I know that there are so many thoughts that I have about this life and especially being someone who is a woman of color in the corporate arena. So this show is going to cover how to not let the corporate life make you ashy. So we're going to go over a few bullet points that I think that really can be beneficial to anyone, but especially those that are women of color in a corporate environment that are feeling the struggle and feeling the hurt of being of being who you are, being essentially a unicorn in a non-unicorn society. So me as a person and me in a corporate environment, I currently work as a software trainer consultant and I fly around the U.S. all over sharing and educating our clients with knowledge about our software. I have gone to parts of the country that are not particularly welcoming to those with the great gift of being melanated skin type. I currently reside in Dallas and Dallas is great in the sense that they know how to keep their mouth shut and for racism, but are not as vocal as other parts of the country, such as West Virginia, um, backwoods, Kentucky, and so forth. So with this environment, I have been here for my company for two years or going on two years in November. And I, for the first year, went through a extremely dark depression um, because of the environment and not being able to cope with being on the road and not having a safe place or safe haven to go to. Those of you who work in a corporate environment nine to five and you go home at night, you have the abilities to go into a quiet safe haven that you can be comfortable and recharge. However, I do not have such luxuries. Sometimes, you know, going out to Sephora is not an option because there's none or um, having a really great healthy meal. There may not be, especially in like really small podunk towns. Um, They just, that's just not what's the norm there. So in doing this, I have uncovered some things that have helped me, which I hope will help you to continue your plight in corporate America. Or if at the end, if you feel that, hey, this still isn't for me and it's not for everybody, I believe we all have been sold this lie that if for you to be a professional or for you to be a successful black person that looks like you are going to a college of some sort and going up the corporate ladder. However, when you're in an environment where they don't want you to win and you still essentially are a winner, you're going to find your way into being in your winner circle no matter what. So the first thing I want to touch on is keeping your thoughts balanced. So it's extremely difficult or it was extremely difficult for me when I first started this job. I am not new to corporate America, but again, this was the first time I worked in an environment where I didn't go home at all. I essentially travel on Sundays to get to a corporate site. I work on site Monday through Thursday. I travel home on Thursday, Friday is working day typically. And Saturday is my essentially my only off day. So it was very hard for me for the first year to find balance in my thoughts and knowing that I am already a success. 
I am already great. I already have a ton of self-worth. So this job does not make me or break me. The environment that I currently work in when I am in the office is extremely elitist and extremely entitled. Many people there are of wealth and affluence and not African-American. And so because of that, their mindsets are very much different than what mine is. I have come into a realization that I really was striving to prove myself that I was some great person. However, I'm already the shit. There's not a need for me to try because I essentially am. If I if I was a car, I wouldn't have to try to be a car. I essentially already am, therefore I am. So I had to learn how to keep my thoughts balanced, keep my thoughts happy, keep my thoughts at peace. And that helped me to be able to forge through a lot of the turmoil and turbulence that I encountered just working while black, working as a black woman, um, not being your socially acceptable black woman, which is very much straight to the point, very intelligent and holds her guns. Um, Quite a bit of people like to call me sassy, stubborn, strong-willed, headstrong, And essentially those just come to the fact that if I know what I know is right, I stand firm on those things. So having a really great balance in mind helped me to be able to continue to forge through. Once I did that, that essentially helped to pivot everything that I did going forward. I was able to really truly give a superb level of excellence to my clients, which always translated into, we wish we could keep you here. We don't want you to go back to Dallas. We you know, want to, you to be a part of the family, essentially. What is extremely um, hilarious to me in those notions, once I did make that pivot, I was well received even more and I haven't tapered down yet. I think I probably have amped up the ante even more of my personality because doing so allows me to feel more comfortable in my skin because I have to be comfortable and I don't believe I deserve to live a life that is below my um, possibilities. Therefore, being fully present and full of who I am has helped me to stay balanced. The next area is then knowing when to go harder. So once I was able to find a balance in my mindset and how I would pursue this corporate beast called, you know, consulting, I really figured out ways that I could just go up. Because, you know, as somebody that I love to listen to, which is Miley Teal of Curlbox, she has this notion that, you know, I do because I can. And essentially, I've really took that and ran with it in a sense that, I know that I can do more, so why not do more? Um, I'm not someone who believes in going just the baseliner and being status quo. Status quo to me is trash, honestly. Um, you know, and especially if you are known to be able to do more, then you know, having that expectation is actually quite an honor because there are some people out there you can't expect a whole bunch from, like example, and probably the worst exa- analogy to use is if you're dating a fuckboy, 
you can't expect him to give you flowers and be great to you because, well, that's not something to be expected. He is, his essential role is for sex purposes only. That is it. That is done. That is, you know, don't debate me on those. So because of that, you know, that's as much as to be expected. However, I know for myself, my level of excellence is probably someone's, I don't know, them really going above and beyond. For me, my level of excellence is just standard. So my standard probably is somebody's greatest, best day, them doing the utter damn most. But for me, that's just what I do. And that has spurred other people to want to go harder because of that. You have to set the tempo for the energy that you want to have forth and what you want around you. So for me, I want to go harder. I want to be known as just the epitome of that it girl, that true black girl magic, that woman that truly illuminates, innovates, and invigorates the world around her. So therefore, I had to step it up. I started talking to people that I really admired at the office that, you know, far few, but that I felt really had this thing in the bag. And so I pursued them, talked to them, took them out the coffee, lunch, beer to gain information, to gain insight. And I just did my homework. And then I took what I do best, which is speaking. You can't beat me speaking. That's just my thing, period, dot, done. Don't, don't even attempt to try to debate it. So because of that, that ultimately led to a real outpour of client success and client appreciation, which for my office, there are some people who are ultimately petty. They don't want to see you win, but when you are a winner, you can't help but win. That's what you do. Period. It's like a goldfish can't do anything but be a goldfish. So if you are a winner and you fix that in your mind, then that's all you can do. All I do is win, period. I either win or I learn. I don't lose, period. So some people were not happy with these customer outpour of, oh my God, we love her. She's the wonderful thing. She's the best thing since sliced bread. And at first it took me a little bit by surprise, but then I had to look back and say, you know, well, I mean, if they're petty and they're a hater, I mean, that's, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're doing their job. So therefore, you can't be mad at what haters do because that's what they do. All you can do is continue to be a winner and keep your mind focused on going hard. Now, my last point is knowing when this job, when your job is no longer a fit and how to get out. So if you have a great balanced mind and perspective, you're always scanning for new opportunities. You're always kind of talking to people, building genuine relationships with them. You know, that's true networking, not this, oh, let me throw you my business card and go follow me on the gram. Bullshit. That doesn't do anything. Building real rapport means actually going, you know, doing this thing called life together day in, day out. You may not have a close proximity to this person, but sending them an email, a text with information that would be beneficial to them and so forth is how you truly build genuine relationships. In all my time in uh, corporate America, I've always believed in telling people at the end of my emails, especially if I am in a, into uh, the beginning stages of a relationship networking abilities, is how can I help you? You know, whatever that may be. I had the probably the most surprising one was a lady said, can you pray for me? You know, and I did that immediately. That doesn't take you but a second to do if it's truly heartfelt. 
And so you have to build those relationships. So if you've been balanced mind, you're scanning, you're networking, you're talking to people, you're putting in work, you're like hard work. You're not just doing like the status quo, which is easy. I tried that for a probably a first few months of the job and because it's not in my nature to be subpar I couldn't do that it's just like I always will go above and beyond because that again is just what I do I am a go above and beyond type of woman so once you've done all those things and you've been doing this for a while you're going to basically create a street cred for yourself so if you notice that this job still does not bring you joy you have not been able to find or tap into any area that makes you happy and folks going having a job you know getting that every two week check is not finding joy now having those coins are great make sure you're pocketing them away but your coins are not going to be the thing that gets you out of bed every single day. It may do it at first, but you know, eventually it's like, how many Lamborghinis can I buy? How much Sephora hauls can I do? How many bundles can I get? You know, how many mimosas and brunch days can I go to, you know, and you're still not happy. You're actually using those things as a coping mechanism in order for you to get through. So you have to really focusing your heart and your mind, you know, if this isn't the place for me and I am not welcomed here, you know, if they're not really truly being champions of diversity, it's time to get the fuck out, period. And so with that, you start to make a list of the top 10 to 15 companies that you can see yourself working in, that you want to see yourself working in. It goes back to having a balanced mind. Where do you see yourself? And once you make that list, then you start to look at those companies very closely and seeing, do you have any connections with that? Again, you're building your, you've built your network and you've built your name by working very, very hard while you do what you do. A lot of times opportunities will find you while you're in the muck and mire if you are steadfast and focused on your goals and having a goal. Some people don't have goals, but if you are someone who's like myself, you're goal oriented, you're focused, then you have made a good name for yourself, which means opportunities will come to you. Or if you do see an opportunity that hasn't come to you, you have connections that they will automatically want to go and champion for you. And so it's not going to be that wussy, oh yeah, they're a good person. No, oh my God, Christian is amazing. She does this, this, and this. You must hire her. So you want people who will basically advocate your name. They put respect on your name and therefore you will be able to get out into places that you want to be in. Sometimes you have to go through those rough situations in order for you to have ultimate transformation and truly to become invigorated and to really be able to innovate. I believe with the corporate position I've had now so far, it has helped me as a business owner now because I have my own consulting firm along while working. So it's shown me that, hey, I have that gusto. I have grit because if I'm able to make, you know, these two hour plane rides productive and come off with out there like a champ, you know, being able to manage a blog, being able to manage a consulting firm with a client and working a job that I travel, then I can do anything. There's not anything that I can't do except fail because that's just not what I do. 
So those, and that's the focus that I have started to use to pivot and of looking elsewhere, because I know that I am a great asset to anyone that is smart and therefore I will be able to flourish and go somewhere where I am seen as the wonderful star that I am. So those are my points on how to not let that corporate life make you ashy. It can make you extremely dehydrated and thirsty if you allow it to be. However, you have the power to choose to not do that. No one out there has the power to change your life but you. Now, as you start to change your life, you will then um, drastically add people who should be in your life in order for that ultimate of evolution to occur. And it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. Over the last close to two years, it's been a beautiful transformation to watch myself become what it is that I've always wanted to be. However, it didn't come in a perfect, pretty package. It came into some really ugly, racist, elitist, entitled individuals basically pushing me to dig deeper in order to be the great success that I ultimately am evolving to and currently already am. So that is it. I don't like to ramble and keep you guys for long. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you have topics that you want to hear about or whatnot, or if you want to hear someone being interviewed, let me know. Drop me a line. You can hit me at Christian at the ChristianOConsulting.com, or you can also follow me at Christian O Consulting. And if you want to get even more flirty, you can follow me at the Christian Simone at on Facebook and Instagram and the Christian Simone.com. Until next time, peace.